who we are and what we are are very different. The what we are are the labels, the thoughts, the beliefs that we have, the experience, our past, our perceived future. Who we are is the formless. It's what exists within us before that. It's the unconditional love, the peace, the clarity, the wisdom that lies within all of us. It's amazing when you start to think about it because all of this stuff that is the what, right? Or the plus to the zero, which is the formless state. It's additional, it's optional. It's, it's how we experience life through our own perceived reality. It means that it's not the truth of reality. The truth of reality is the zero, it's the formless. And that's who we are at our core. And if we understand that, it allows us to see that actually we are all mentally healthy. Hello and welcome to episode 261 of In The Moment with me, Alex Manzi. I'm a coach and this podcast is all about self-development and helping you to live a happier, more fulfilling life. And on this week's In Focus session, I'll be breaking down another Sid Banks talk. And this time I'm going to be focusing on his Hawaii lectures, which I believe took place as part of a conference in Hawaii for psychologists. And it happened in the early 90s. And Again, Sid's stuff isn't really widely available, which is why I want to break down some of his talks, because the stuff that he talks about to me is the fundamentals of all of existence, of how we perceive the world through thought, through psychology. Um, it's the, the, the foundation, really, of it's the science of psychology is, is what he's talking about. And Sid's like a really interesting character because he was a very average dude. He, he like left school in the ninth grade. Um, he wasn't really educated. He was working as a welder in a factory. And at the age of 43, I think it was, he had this moment where he just became enlightened. He talks about it, about uh, entering the void and coming back out again. And once he'd done so, he just was very different. He started speaking differently. He was acting differently. His wife and his friends and his family were noticing a big difference in him. And all of a sudden, people started kind of flocking towards him. And it's, it's not a very normal story that you hear about uh, an enlightened person an enlightened person has normally grown up and has has been um, educated or or taught or groomed in some way to to become enlightened whereas Sid just an, an ordinary guy doing his going about his life going about his day job and one day he just had this experience and came out the other side a completely changed man and started to talk about what what he defined as as the free principles of psychology and this talk in particular is very powerful. The Hawaii lectures, he, he talks a lot about mental health. He talks a lot about, you know, relationships and other stuff. And I think it's really powerful, which is why I wanted to break it down in this episode. So to start with, what I wanted to, to do, I've got my notes here. Um, Sid says in the talk, everyone in the world is one thought away from mental health. Find the one thought that will open the door to help you see you are mentally healthy. And what he's talking about there is that we experience life purely psychologically. Everything that we experience in our reality is is experienced psychologically. That that's how we perceive reality. And Sid talks about you know universal mind, which is the kind of intelligence of all things, universal consciousness, which is the awareness of life, and universal thought, which is the uh, awareness uh, allows us to perceive the awareness of existence. And he says they're the three principles of psychology. Without those three things, we wouldn't be able to experience life as we do. And he talks a lot about what he calls the formless, which is the uh, divine, I guess, energy that exists before the form of what we see as reality. So we use these three principles to create the reality that we see, 
through thought, through consciousness, through mind. And what he calls the formless is kind of before that. It's something that is within all of us. It's within the whole of the universe. And he says it's an intelligence before form, before it's contaminated by what we call reality, i.e. contaminated by our personal thinking about the world. He says just below the surface of consciousness lies sanity and mental health. He says the physical is an illusion, a dream. It's not the truth. Formless is the purity of thought before the contamination of what we call reality. And this is huge. Like this, this is massive because what Sid's saying is that everything that we see and everything that we perceive is, is being um, experienced through our own personal lens of thinking. And it's not, it's not anything we haven't heard before, right? But what Sid's pointing to is something before that, the science of how that happens. So if we know that everything that we're, that we're seeing and is being perceived through our own lens of thinking, there must be something that exists before that. And this is what Sid calls the formless. And in this formless is that place of unconditional love, of peace, of clarity, of wisdom, of, you know, eternal intelligence, of, you know, just that that abundance of life. And we all are that. We are all that at our core. That's our zero state in a way. That's everything that we are. And everything that we perceive from that place of the formless becomes the form of how we experience reality. It's like having a blank canvas, right? A blank canvas is the formless. And once we we start to paint on the canvas, it becomes the form. We've given it some sort of form. We've given it a, a meaning or we've given it um, a, a reality in a way. And this is how we experience life. Life is a blank canvas as we see it. And then we paint our own colors and our own reality based on our personal thinking onto the canvas of life and that's what we experience as our reality and it's very individual to everyone and like i said this is huge because if we're really understanding that that is how psychology works then everything else comes um comes out of that experience our behaviors our moods our feelings our emotions our actions comes out of the, the paint that we're putting on the canvas, the thought that we're putting on the blank canvas of life to create our reality. And I understand that this has changed a lot for me because it's like, yeah, okay, you can experience anger or sadness or, you know, happiness or joy or excitement. But if we're coming at it from the place where we understand like this is just an experience that is being created through my personal thinking in this moment, we see that it's not actually the truth of reality like, like what um, Sid says, right? He says the formless is the purity of thought before contamination of what you call reality. So everything we think in some way is a contamination of reality because it's being put through our own personal thinking and created as the experience that we um, that we we have of life in front of us. And like I said, this is huge because it's basically pointing us to the fact that we are all mentally healthy at our core. All of the problems, all of the beliefs that we have about ourselves, all of the labels that we give ourselves, they're all just this contaminated picture of reality. They're paint on the canvas. They're not the formlessness. Does that make sense? The formlessness of the blank canvas itself, which is who we really are at our core. It's like there's a saying like who we are and what we are are very different. 
the what we are are the the labels the thoughts the beliefs that we have the experience our past our perceived future uh, what we experience in in this moment right now that's the what we are the who we are is the formless it's the it's, it's what exists within us before that it's the unconditional love the peace the clarity the wisdom that lies within all of us and it's amazing when you start to think about it because all of this stuff that is the what right or the plus to the zero which is the formless state it's additional it's optional it's it's an additional experience of life it's how we experience life through our own perceived reality it means that it's not the truth of reality the truth of reality is the zero it's the formless and that's what we are and not what we are it's who we are at our core and if we understand that it allows us to see that actually we are all mentally healthy we just have to find that place within us within within ourselves like Sid, Sid says you're one thought away from mental health you find that place within yourself you see no matter what your situation is in life what no matter what labels you've been given or you've given yourself you are mentally healthy and that is that is so powerful if the whole world could hear that message and understand it and experience it for themselves the world will change the world will be a, a lot more of a peaceful, loving place. Um, the next part that I wanted to bring up in this talk is where, bearing in mind Sid's talking to uh, a conference of what I think is psychologists and, and therapists and counselors and analysts and etc. He says, going back into the past is a fallacy. He says, if you're going back into your past, you're, you're dead meat, he says. He says, when you go back into the past, there is no cure. You're going back into the problems you're trying to get rid of. He said, it's like going, going back into the past to solve your problems is like jumping back into the shower to dry off. And he said, you've got to find the mental health that lies inside of you. Because what he's pointing at is like, it's so easy for us to put put um, labels of like why something has happened to us what does it mean about me what does um how do i understand it how do how do i become comfortable with it how do i uh heal it how do i forgive it right but if you really understand like there is nothing to forgive because the past no longer exists and when we take ourselves back into that place mentally we're just recreating in our minds what we perceive that experience or that moment to have been and when we're doing that we're just taking ourselves back into the lived experience of that time and it's not serving us because that time no longer exists now like Sid says it's like jumping back into the shower to dry off it doesn't make sense and so many people and me included in my life I still do this to, to, to today but I've done it a lot more in my in you know previously in my life going back into my past, reliving situations, trying to make sense of them, trying to understand them, trying to better them, trying to forgive myself, trying to um, create and heal and you know make better of the situation. But we can't because the past doesn't exist anymore. And if we really see that for ourselves, what Sid's pointing at is that there is nothing to heal. The only way the past can change is if we start to see it differently. And we only can start to see it differently through our own gift of thought, right? And like Sid says, find the mental health that lies inside of you. That that formless mental health, that mental well-being, which is innate in all of us, it doesn't go anywhere. 
it's unmovable in a way. And the more that I've started to, to understand this for myself, the more th it's easier to let go of things. It's easier to forget and forgive things. And Sid talks later in this talk about, you know, forgiving and forgetting, which I'm going to I'm going to come on to in a bit. But it's really powerful because he's saying, like, if you're if you're just constantly reliving and bringing up the past, you're bringing up something that doesn't actually exist anymore. And that's powerful. Like we know we're doing it right. But if we understand that actually the past has no bearing on who we are today, because if we remove, like I said earlier, the what, if we remove the labels, if we remove the um, experiences that we, we think we had, the meaning that we've put on those experiences and get rid of all of that what, we're left with the formless, we're left with the who we are, we're left with the zero. And this is so powerful. It's like if, if as human beings we had a, a, a reset setting, right, and you could hit that reset setting at any point and go back to, to this, this zero, all of that stuff in the past wouldn't, wouldn't matter because you wouldn't have any recollection of it. The only reason something that's happened in, in our past can still feel like it's, 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 it's weighing heavy on us today is because we're choosing in some way to remember it we're choosing to make it mean something about us today we're choosing to hang on to it and i was having a conversation with someone the other day about this i was explaining this and it was really interesting because this person was telling me about some stuff that happened in their past and when i was explaining this it, it was like they they wanted to hang on to the thing that they were trying to solve you know sid says it's like you know you're going back into the problems you're trying to get rid of. And, and this person was really doing that. They were really like trying to hang on to the thing that they were telling me that they wanted to forget and forgive. And it's like, if you if you keep going back into that place, you're doing, you're basically creating the opposite of what you're saying you're want, wanting to do. You're wanting to go back. You're wanting to remember. You're wanting to add meaning. You're wanting to understand. You're wanting to, you know, figure out why things have happened or why you've acted in certain ways or whatever it may be and all it's doing is, is taking you back into the place it's, it's not getting you any further away from the problem that you're trying to get rid of it's jumping back into the shower to try and dry off the only way that we can really um see that the the, the past has no bearing on us today is to forget and forgive and, and this brings us on to the next point of, of this talk that I really wanted to bring up today. And the notes I've written on this are quite long. So, but I didn't want to miss any of it out because this, this is really powerful. In this talk, Sid says, to forgive and forget are the same thing. If you forget, you have already forgiven. If you have animosity towards someone, you are the one who will suffer. You are the one who will suffer. You will carry around feelings of hate, anger, and hostility. You walk around with those feelings and you will see life through those feelings. You won't see life through clarity because you will be full of hostility. If you learn to forgive, it clears your mind. You will have nothing to bother you and you will see life as it is. Then he says, this is where the feeling of love comes in. If you rid yourself of all those horrible feelings, this is where love comes in. And he goes on to say, never accept that anger will help you. Only love and forgiveness will help you. If you put them together, you will see with clarity what life is. 
not what life isn't. And that's so powerful because we're basically constantly creating the reality and the experience of our life in every moment. And at a different point in this talk, Sid says that the the mind and the brain are two separate things. He says the mind is spiritual, it's divine, it's universal, and the brain is physical. He says the brain is basically like a really high-tech computer. In whatever you input into the computer, that's what you get out. Now, he, he don't forget this talk's in the 90s, right? So he's talking about disks, right? So he says if you put a disk into the computer, which is full of love, uh, full of hate and anger and hostility and frustration, he said all you're going to get back out is those same things, anger, hate, frustration, etc. He says, whereas when you change the disc, which is basically a change of thought in a way, seeing things differently, and the disc is full of love and peace and tranquility and joy, he says that's how you're going to see life. And really understanding this for ourselves is powerful because we're, we're the ultimate creator of our own experience. We have the freedom of thought and a free will to use the gift of thought to create the experience of life that we want. And it's powerful. It's again, it's like the blank canvas example, right? If we've got a blank canvas in front of us, we have the free will to paint whatever we want onto that canvas. It could be just a load of paint just thrown on and chucked on. It could be a beautiful sunset. It could be a portrait of someone. It could be a painting of flowers, whatever. We have the we have the freedom and the free will to create whatever we want. And it's the same when it comes to life. When we're creating and understanding that we're creating our experience and we're, we're using this amazing gift of thought that we have to create the experience we want, we see that actually there's a freedom of choice to that. We can choose how we see and experience anything because we're coming from zero, right? We're coming from the formless at all times. And then when we go into uh, our use of thought, we, we're using our gift of thought, we're now into the additional stuff, the plus, our experience. And we have a choice in some way in how we want that to look. And to me, that's beautiful because a lot of our lives, we don't really feel like we have that choice. It feels quite rigid. It feels like we're stuck in certain ways. We're stuck being a certain type of person. We're stuck with certain life choices. We're stuck with certain past experiences. We're stuck with certain uh, perceived future uh, experiences. But it's not. We have a freedom to it all. And, and the people who really maybe not understand this on the deep level that we're kind of breaking it down today, but the people who really see this and experience this for themselves are the people who live very happy lives. There's a reason why you can go into, you know, a poor area in, in any city in the world and you'll find people who are actually very happy in that experience because they're using their gift of thought to create the experience of happiness because they're not, you know, creating the, the suffering that Sid was talking about earlier. You're the one who suffers when you, when you see things through hate and hostility. You're the only person who suffers. And there'll be a bunch of other people who are seeing that situation as bad and horrible and they hate it and they're having a very terrible experience of it. Now, it's not to say that they don't want better for themselves either way, but there's a choice in how we experience anything. And that choice is, is down to our own personal creation. You know, two people can experience the exact same moment, the exact same situation, 
and they'll see it very differently. In fact, everyone who's listening or watching to this now or everyone in the world could look at the same exact situation and perceive it entirely differently based on their personal thought system. And that's the freedom, that's the free will that we have when it comes to using our gift of thought. And I've, I've used this example before, but I always think it's a really good one because I remember a time when I went to a football match with a friend and uh, we went to an Arsenal game and we were sat in the stadium and I think we drew the game. I think, I don't, I don't think we lost, but we drew the game and um, we walked out the stadium and my friend was fuming. I can't believe it. This is rubbish. Oh my God, this, this team are no good, etc. Et he, he was fuming and he was in a really bad mood. Whereas I walked out of the stadium and I was like, do you know what? It was all right. We tried our best. You know, the only thing we didn't do was score another goal to win the game, but it was fine. And my experience of the exact of witnessing the exact same match was entirely different to my friends. And that was the first time that I really realized like this stuff that Sid's talking about. We have a choice in how we perceive anything. And everyone is individually going to perceive um, any given situation based on their own personal thought system. And that really highlighted it to me because me and my friend witnessed the exact same thing. There was no difference in what we saw. We were sat next to each other. There was no difference in what we saw, but we perceived it in two very different ways. And I thought that was powerful because it made me realize that, wow, like we are the ultimate creator of our reality. And if we understand that, if we know that we're coming from this formless place inside of us to create the reality in front of us that we want, we're coming from that zero state inside of us all the time. That's the ultimate point of creation. And the creation that we experience is, is the plus, right? It's, it's optional. There's a choice to it. There's free will about how we want to experience it. It's really powerful because it's very freeing. Like Sid says, like, never accept that anger will help you. Only love and forgiveness will help you. And I really think that's powerful stuff. So I'd love to know what you guys think of this. If, you, if you've been listening to this or, or watching this episode, like what are you really taking away from this episode? What's the one big thing that has occurred to you via listening to this episode? And I'd love for you to let me know. To do so, just hit me up on Instagram at I am Alex Manzi. DM me and let me know. I'd, I'd love to carry on this conversation with you. you know, Like I always say, I, I create these podcasts not just so I can shout into the microphone and the camera, but because I want to have a conversation with you guys about this stuff because it's been really impactful for me. So I'd love to know what you've taken from this episode. And if you know someone who you think would really benefit from hearing this episode, send it to them, share them the link or a screenshot because it's really important that we continue to spread the positive vibes and messages of episodes like this. I started this podcast because I wanted to create a positive change in people or help inspire a positive change in people. And you can also take part in that by sharing this with someone you know today. As always, I want to thank Michaela Atsul for producing and editing this episode. I also want to thank Hobgoblin for providing the music that you hear. And as always, I want to thank you for spending time with me today. And I will see you for the next episode.